Welcome to the Support Log, a side series to the Emblem Sport Podcast where we take one theme and look at the supports around it and we discuss it. My name's Ordo and he's Cardwiz. Build an army, trust no one, except for us. This is the Emblem Sport Podcast and my good friend Ordo. The month of love and romance is long gone and past. I can't even think about such things anymore. I just feel this cold hatred within my heart. And I'm going to direct it at you, you jerk. Really? Is that why you came on to the Emblem Sport Podcast? Does it talk trash about me? Exactly. You, you're, 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 your face is dumb. <laughs> Cardless. Is that, is that how I do it? Is that how I be mean to people? It is. And you know what? I don't like the shape of your lenses on your glasses. Gasp. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. In our main episode, we actually talked about the theme of love, but this time, this time it's about anger, hate, those characters that dislike each other. I've talked about it before. What I love about Fire Emblem is I love the characters. I love how the characters can interact with each other. They can be best friends. They can love each other. But occasionally, sadly, it's very rare. But occasionally you get two characters that are like oil and water and just kind of hate each other, at least to start out with. Maybe throughout the entire support, but, oh, there's a sea of hate there, and I love to revel in it. Oh, card was but first. Let's catch him up on what we've been doing, what we've been playing recently. Uh, I have a Japanese pop song stuck in my head that keeps playing over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. I've been playing Persona 5 Strikers. Ooh, I've been there. Are you playing it on? Um, are you playing on Switch or PlayStation Four? I went with play, PlayStation Four just because I heard. I don't. I'm sure this is just a plain unlockable on the Switch version, but I heard that you can unlock the music soundtracks for Persona Five and Royal if you're playing on the same save file or system that has the save file. So I'm going for PS4, and I am enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm also on the PlayStation 4. I just grabbed it just for the sake of consistency, because I've got base PlayStation, I've got, not PlayStation, I've got base Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal on the PlayStation 4, so I was just like, you know what, let's just keep with the consistency, and I got my Steelbook. I could not find the Steelbook. I was very sad about it. I blame that snowstorm in Texas that apparently screwed up delivery all over the nation, because I could not find the Steelbook of this game. I could barely find the game to begin with. And I wanted a physical copy, and I didn't pre-order online because I, I'm always able to find them in the stores, and I like to support the local game stores. Everyone out there, support your local game stores if you got them. It's kind of funny because I just finished. We just finished talking about like Fire Emblem Warriors, and then I just actually completed uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, and now here I am with another Musou game. I feel like I'm just like in this never-ending Musou game loop. To be fair, they keep putting games out in genres that we like. All their Gundams, all their Zeldas, all the Fire Emblems, and now freaking Pers- we got a Persona Muso. Oh my goodness, I love this. Just all I need for them is to give me the dream game of the Power Rangers Muso, and I can die happy. Oh my god! Listen, I- I'm going on a little tangent here. When I was playing as the Divine Beasts in Age of Calamity, the first thing that my mind was like, "This is how Megazord combat should be." Any giant mecha. It could be done. It could work. It could work so well. Please, please, someone make that deal. Hasbro, please. You own the franchise now. Please. And, and Koei Tecmo does such a good job with the games of making each individual game feel like it does come from 
their properties. I feel like I am straight up playing a Persona 5 sequel with all of the, the way the elements work, the way you're bonding with your teammates. The way, like, the way, like, the story progression is. Everything is just so good and it feels so right. There, there are some weird things I had to get used to because I'm used to playing Persona and just doing all the dungeons in one run. That's, <laughs> that didn't happen for me with this. I do not recommend even attempting that. Just the game is nice enough to say, hey, you can leave the dungeon at any time and just come back. Follow that advice. I tried to force it my first time and it, it put a sour note, sour taste in my mouth and it wouldn't very poorly. Just, Take advantage of the game's mechanics. Well, I mean, since we're talking about Fire Emblem, I mean, obviously our audience has the Nintendo Switch. Would you recommend this game for Nintendo Switch if they haven't played uh, Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal? Honestly, I don't feel like I can because it's the biggest joys I am getting out of this game is the experience of hanging out with these characters that I love, that I spent over 100 hours in two previous games with. I don't think that people get the same joys out of it. While the Musou fighting mechanics are really good, I don't think I can fully recommend it to someone who hasn't played the Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking I was thinking the exact same thing. I was just like, this game feels like such a sequel-esque game, and it's so weird that, you know, they put Joker in Smash, right? And they immediately didn't have Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal ready to go on the Switch. And, like, you you know what the effect of Smash is. Like, as soon as they added um, Mithra and Pyra, the game sold out on Japanese Amazon and was in, like, the top ten on the Japanese eShop. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you mean? Yes, 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 sorry. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a Smash effect, and, uh, you know, Atlas just basically sat on their hands and continued to sit on their hands as they're recording this podcast. And they're like, oh... I guess we'll put out this sort of sequel without the original game. Yeah, and they and release it a year later in the in the rest of the world as opposed to Japan, which got it a year ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some stuff I want to say, hey, you know, because of COVID, but that game was in development before you know all the COVID stuff started happening. There's no reason that they shouldn't have been working with the USA team or the Europe team or whoever to you know, get this localized. I love so many of the games that Atlas puts out, but dear Lord, please just release them in America in a way that gets them promoted, release them, release them on multiple systems. Like last year, I don't, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but out of nowhere, they were just, just like, eh, we're going to release Persona 4 Golden on PC. Sold gangbusters. And oh just, yeah. Keep, just release those, release more of these games on PC, release them on Switch, release them on Xbox. I will play them on Xbox. You put that, I will buy them again. I will buy Persona 5 for the third time. Yeah, yeah. And so they're still pilling around. Even the, even this year, they've put out like a like a new survey. I want to say like at the start of March is like, um, so you guys, are you uh, sure you want like these games maybe on other platforms? It's just like, you morons. You have the sales numbers. You have the records. You, you even have the same survey from last year. Get off your butt and start putting these games out. And I know it's not as easy as just, you know, put the, put the, throw the switch and the game's there, but it feels like they have no, like, I don't know what word I'm trying to say. They have no drive, drive desire to make money, urgency, desire. It's just, 
Oh, desire. Hmm. Can, can, can we can we steal their hearts? Can I do that? I think it's time. I, I'm 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 just filled. I love Atlas so much, but I build with so much hate. I want to express this hatred to them with words and not with my fist. That would be very rude and get me arrested. Well, Cardwiz, I think we need to embrace the hate at last. And we're only going to do that if we read these supports that we picked. We picked two each. Yes. Throughout all of the characters in Fire Elemona, as we said, we have characters who get to know each other and really get to express themselves. Sometimes it doesn't express themselves well. They Two people just don't mesh together. And I love that we get conversations showing that. I think I picked two very good conversations that express that. And I think I'll lead off with one of mine from the most recent release, Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's only two supports, but they're pretty good ones. Felix and Dudu. That is uh, very topical since people are actually talking about their almost similar interaction in uh, um, Fire Emblem Heroes right now. Really? <laughs> what a happy accident. Let me let me kind of stop you there for a second, because the only version of Felix as in the game is a Christmas version. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like here we have veiled Christmas racism from Felix. It's not funny, but <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, do you want uh, Felix or to do for this one? I'll take to do. I want I want to try my deep voice out. Hold a moment, dog. Are you speaking to me? I don't see anyone else here, do you? You're that boar's lapdog. Do not mock his highness. Ha, <laughs> spoken like a good pet. Why do you follow him in such devotion? Do you really think a man like that is worth it? Marcus destroyed my homeland, burned it all to the ground, slaughtered my people. The punishment of Dusker. My father, my mother, my siblings, all were killed. We received no aid, no respite. Fargus murdered our dignity and torched our pride. His highness is different. He is the only one who sees my people as human. He risked his life to save mine, and it is thanks to him that I no longer wish for death. That's what we call blind obedience. Tell me, would you give your life for him? Yes. And what if he commanded you to join him in some senseless massacre? I would do it. Even a massacre of children, or the elderly, even your own comrades? Without hesitation. You have misunderstood me. I am the sword and shield of his highness. Weapons do not have a will of their own. Blind obedience. You're right. I did misunderstand. I should have called you a lapdog. You're a rabid cur. You and the boar prince make quite a team. Two crazed animals. I warned you not to mock his highness. I am aware you have a history of friendship with him. But one more word. I've said my piece. Scamper back to your master. Oh, feel the Ooh. hate. What a scathing. A lot of scathing, too. Felix is showing hate. Dudu is showing... Uh, I don't... Oh, not Hate's not the word, but contempt for the way he talks about uh, Dimitri in there. There's... I mean, your your base is good, but there's no way you can match, like, Dudu's voice actor's base. Oh. Because I, I have a sound... I have a sound bar on my TV, and he... His voice, like, like rumbles... My, yeah, his his voice out of everybody rumbles like the subwoofer on my on my floor. But um Dudu is so you get the feeling from Dudu that he just wants to like pick up Felix by his throat. Because Dudu is one of the tallest people in Fire Emblem. He's like six foot eight. Yes, and somehow he is not like forty years old. 
Yeah. It's so good. I, I, we only get a B support out of this, but let's see how it goes. Hey, wait. What is it? You defended me in battle. Why? His Highness does not wish for our military strength to be depleted. The loss of your strength would be significant. <laughs> You're a colossal idiot. One slip-up and you would have died. You think you would have been happy about that? No, I do not. Then why protect me? I thought you were his mindless weapon, his sword and shield. I heard about your brother. He was a dusker. He died to protect his highness. He did. But I don't see how that has to do with, in that has to do with anything. Are you repaying some kind of debt? I hope you're not going to praise his death. I heard enough of that from my old man. I will not praise it, then. Instead, I will say I would have done the same in his position. Is it really so unnatural to put one's life on the line to protect a brother-in-arms? To hear a rabid dog call me a brother-in-arms. Your insults are merely an attempt to avoid addressing me as what I am. I am a man of Dusker. Yet you were concerned for my life. Concerned is a strong word. Your death would have been unpleasant, that's all. Coming from you? That is enough. What's that supposed to mean? I, I just meant... Never mind. Okay, go ahead. Protect me. But if you act like a fool and get yourself killed, I'll kill you. How can you kill me if I'm already dead? I... You, you know what I mean. People die if they are killed. That is such a tragedy. We end on a lame joke, but I'm okay with a lame joke to end it. Yeah. To break away from the tension between the two. Yeah, like, Felix has a lot of anger, a lot of unresolved anger, and it's even worse um, after Roderick passes away, because none of that becomes resolved between him and his father. Felix, he's so against knighthood, and that's what to do almost is for Dimitri. Dimitri he's his loyal knight that will do anything for him, and Felix hates everything about the knighthood because of how his brother died, and rather than seeing his brother as a person, everyone just sees him as the knight who did his job. He died as a true knight, which is a reoccurring thing for Felix. And so many people in his life are living that knightly life with the likes of Ingrid and with the likes of Dudu to have that always thrust in his face. And the fact that Dudu is actively, in his view, probably just like praising the fact that he would do this for the Boar King. The Boar Prince, sorry. The fact that he's willing to do this for someone he has so much distaste for. Oh, it's so wonderful that we get to see that hatred. But like in the end, like even that hatred is not completely blind to the fact that like you're still fighting with me. You're still fighting at my side. You're still putting your life on the line for me. Just uh, I, I hate it, but uh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good support. I mean, I almost wish they had an A support, which I've talked about my dislike of a lot of characters not having an A support before. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and reiterate. My thing with, like, people not having A support, it really feels like they said, well, if we're not going to bother writing these two characters to have a paired ending, then we're just not going to give them an A support. Which is crummy, I think. It is, because in Three Houses, specifically, the A supports don't happen until the five years have passed, which means more character development has happened in those five years. And I would have liked to see how these two two people's attitudes to each other would have changed in those five years. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame, really. Just thought of something I would have liked that could have 
additive. Well, what this additive? Okay, here's the idea, just off the top of my head. Of course, in three houses, you have the ability to recruit other people from other people's house. I kind of wish that the other houses had the ability to recruit people from your houses, because I feel like that would make sense to, and add context to this if Felix could possibly leave the Blue Lions while you are working the Blue Lions, because obviously the Duke can't leave there. Huh? I don't know, just spitballing something. Funny that you mentioned that. There was actually unused dialogue from Felix in the game that suggests that he could have become an enemy for one of the other houses. Dang it, I would have It's, it's actually recorded in English, too. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get that DLC. Maybe we'll get more DLC for Three Houses. Please, hmm. we, we, we had that Nintendo Direct last month. They didn't give us any news about Fire Emblem. They, there's there's got to be some Fire Emblem stuff in the, in the works, right? 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 Well, we'll have to wait uh, when Marth dies on March 31st. All right. But since we since we chose one of yours, though, I think it's time we go with one of mine. What seeds of hatred would you like to sow? Now, I want to save my other one for last because I feel like it's top tier hatred. This one is more of like a comedic hatred. Um, I picked uh, Charlotte from Fire Emblem. Well, I was gonna say Fate. She's actually from the Fates Path, but they're both from Fire Emblem Fates. But the only way that you can actually get these characters to talk is through Fire Emblem Revelations, in which you recruit them on the same path, and it's Charlotte and Sizo. All right, I do. I enjoy myself the redheaded ninja guy. And I think like Sizo, he's grumpy enough towards a lot of people, but for whatever reason, when I was thinking about okay, who is Sizo the grumpiest against? And it's I don't think it's Charlotte, but at the same time, like I was just like, why not have a comedic one that's a little funny, a little goofy? So. The big deal is that Norian, Nor and Hoshido have been like blood enemies for like a long time. And eventually in this revelations path, the two armies are coming together. And so now you're kind of mixing this pot with two different people from two different traditions. It's basically like Japan and Europe coming together. For this one, card was, I'm going to let you be Saizo because I want to be Charlotte. Look, well, well, look who we have here. The Norian woman. Oh my. And who might you be? I would love to chat. So long as I don't cause trouble for you with you with you and your countrymen. W wait. It's just you. Damn it, I should have looked before I got the act going. Are these our true colors? Your pretty face belies you, your foul mouth. What is it to you? You know what? Forget it. I'm done talking here. Why is that? You're just some thug for the Hoshina Royals. Look at your face. Look at your clothes. They don't pay you much, do they? <laughs> My time is wasted on a shabby commoner like you. <laughs> What's so funny? I serve as a personal guard to Lord Ryoma, heir to the Hoshiden throne. It is a mistake to think me as one of the rank and file. Ooh, aren't we special? I'm just saying that looks aren't everything. Hmm. I thank you for this pearl of wisdom you've so graciously dispensed. Now that I've had a close look, your equal bearing is readily apparent. Perhaps you say these glimpses of your true nature for those special to you? It's a little late for that. Can't blame a girl for trying. <laughs> you amuse me. They say that everyone has multiple facets, but few are as so blatant as yours. Say that again. I dare you. If you're so high class, you should be embarrassed that I couldn't even tell. <laughs> I'm doubly amused that you think I should care. Uh, I've had enough of you, one eye. Burn. She got him good. She got him. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So what Charlotte does is that she tricks men 
into giving her money because she's a very beautiful character. And so she pretends to be like this damsel in distress who needs a lot of help and she's pathetic and she's wimpy and all this. But the truth is that she's kind of a brute and she's super strong, but she's good at everything. And like, and I think she gets kind of misunderstood a lot because the whole thing is like she grows, she actually lives and grew up in the Norian slums. And so she sends all that gold back to her parents. Which is a kind of a redeeming trait. And this, I mean, it's it's so funny. Like, her putting on the act and Saizo being the ninja that he is just immediately sees through it. I really enjoy reading this one. This, I could honestly see, like, this script just straight up being done on a stage in a, just a little short little scene. Scene of a play. It works so well. I, I can, just from the words, I can see both of these characters, what they look like, how they dress... And how they act towards each other. This is this is good dialogue for the support. Are you sure this is Fates? Are you sure this is Revelations? It is. It is. We'll see where this goes. All right. On to the B. <laughs> the quickest way to a man's heart is through the stomach. Could be spicier. I just need the right jolt to knock him off his feet. Hmm. Better than I expected. But it could use more salt. <gasps> Holy cat, you scared me. Don't going around tasting people's food. Where did you even come from? I don't see why you're so shocked. I'm a ninja. Appearing from nowhere is what I do. Show off. The soup's quite good. Shame about the cook, though. Why, thank you. It means so much to me that you enjoyed it. In a pig's eye? This soup wasn't made for you. Hands off. It was made using army resources. Why shouldn't I, a soldier, have some? You weren't diverting provisions from personal use, were you? <laughs> what a funny notion. I would never, of course. If you say so. Bit, but getting back to what I was saying, you've got a sharp tongue, but a discerning palate. It is an interesting contrast. <laughs> so what if I do? Shut up. Isn't it good to act naturally for a change? Huh? It sickens me to see you put on that sweet, innocent charade to hide your true nature. You can drop it around me. See you later. Ugh, that man gets on my nerves. Who the hell does that busted up sneak think he is? <laughs> Again, this is <laughs> this is just fun. This is fun <laughs> hatred. I love it. It is so good. And like, like neither one of them have some sort of radical change or oh man, the revelation in the B support. They're still the same. Getting along like oil and water, but you can see that they are kind of weirdly getting along. And it, it plays into both characters' strengths, which is which is something that makes a good support no matter what. And on to the A. On to the A. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Am I, am I going to like a Revelation support? You just might. All right. Let's see how this goes. There we go. The cooking's done, and this is the last of the laundry. What's next on the agenda? Interesting choice of phrase. Would this be your regular agenda or the hidden one? You again? I'm starting to think you keep popping up just to harass me. You flatter yourself. I was just passing by. Uh, you drive me nuts. Where are the true gentlemen out there who'd recognize my ladylike splendor? When will the handsome prince destined to love me at first sight arrive? Why is it always you I run into? I apologize for constantly being myself. Damn it. I'm not conspicuously cooking and cleaning for this dirty sneak. It's a tragedy that I go so unrecognized for all I do around here. Isn't it, though? Still, 
even if nobody else is aware of your contributions to the army. I notice. You do? Of course. Your rotten core hasn't escaped my notice either. And the moment is ruined. You just don't know when to shut up. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, laugh it up. I'm really getting the sense you just came to make fun of me. What would you rather, I say? Try not saying anything. Try leaving me alone. All right. See you around, Two-Face. Oh, I've had it up to here with him. Then again, he did notice. Maybe he's not so shabby as he looks. It's so funny because he keeps, like, running into her. So, you know, Sizo, he's he's eyeing her for something. We're getting to see the, uh, Sizo just really delve in see through all of Charlotte. It's very nice to see that. I I am curious to see how this could evolve into... This is a good CBA support, but at the bottom of my screen, I see an S support. And I gotta be honest, I don't get the sense of an S support from this. So I'm a little worried that this is about to jump off a cliff. Cardwiz, do you believe in me? No, I hate you, I think. Okay, I, well, that's not how this is supposed to go. You're supposed I, to believe in me it. and... You know, then we like do the S support and it works out. And... Uh, okay, uh, maybe we'll be able to save this. Maybe we'll save this with the S support. Here we go. Here we go. We got this. All right, on to the S. Charlotte. Yeah, you again. What do you want now? I want you to go out with me. Go out with you to battle, go out shopping. What are you talking about? None of those. I want us to be, you know, an item. What? What? Have you lost your mind? Why would I settle for you? Why not? I'm the one who sees you slaving away to keep our forces fed and clothed. What other man knows you have any redeeming features? It seems natural to me that I would be the one for you. No, 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 wait a minute here. Don't I get a say in this? Of course. But what's the problem? It certainly shouldn't be my status. Do you have any other suitors I'm not aware of among the High Prince's retainers? Even if I don't, you've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. This condescension is a funny way of showing a woman that you love her. I didn't mean to condescend. I thought you were interesting. You're skilled at so many things, despite your rotten core. But was that a compliment? I can never tell with you. Take it however you want. But I'm the only man who understands you this thoroughly. You could do worse than to settle for me. There you go again. That's exactly what I mean. You hate me, then? Well, no, not really. I did get a thrill when you saw how much effort I put in, and I always thought it'd be nice to have a foreign groom. Then it's settled. Ugh. But then you go and say something smug again. I don't know if I want to stay with you forever or never see you again. That doesn't matter. What? Why doesn't it matter? Either reaction is honest. That is what I'm offering you. If you were married a man while putting on that act, he would never know the real you. You would never know what he might think of you as you really are. But you know what I think, because I tell you. Wouldn't an honest life be better? Yeah, I guess so. There's only one other thing. I want to hear you call me by my name. What? Up to now, it's always been one-eye and dirty sneak and so on. That's no way to start a relationship. <laughs> what? It bothers you that much? <laughs> Come on, just say it. 
You're cute when you blush. Sure, I'll call you by your name. Why not? I'm still waiting. Sizo, do you promise you'll love me? Will our days together be blissful? Of course. Again, though, drop the act. Oh, you pig. You can't leave well enough alone, can you? You're a snake. A dirt when I jerk. Dirty snake. That's the S. What do you think? It has positives, but there are also some negatives with that S support. Like, I'm trying to find the right words for it, but like, Sizo can... Sizo wanting to repose really feels like it comes out of nowhere. Throughout the see-through A support, I always got the feel from Sizo that he was saying these things to her because like, yeah, I see you doing all of this stuff just to make yourself look good. But then in the S support, he's like, yeah, I saw that you're, you slaved away and kept the forces fed and clothed. It's just like, I wasn't getting that impression from the C3A support, unless I misunderstood it. And it just... Sizo feels a little condescending with how it's just like, yeah, you marry me. It's just like, this... Oh, it, feel, it feels... is The problem with so many S supports, it feels a little out of nowhere, but there are cute moments to it that I really like. I enjoy that moment at the end when their Sizo's like, hey, you can call me by my name. I enjoy Sizo's little monologue where he talks about how if you married another man, they wouldn't know the real you. I know the real you. Just, I would have liked to see more possibly in the A support of like, yeah, I see the real you and I like the real you. I I just never got fully that Sizo actually liked her in seed A. Just like, I thought he just understood her, not that he liked her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. My thing was, I just liked how they never really, like, their relationship never really changed from the C to A. Like, it never, I mean, I, I can see what you're saying, but for me, like, it was never like a whirlwind, like, whoa, suddenly they're in love. He's just like, yeah. no, I, I still I still get what you do and who you are, but I kind of like you for it. I get that, but, like, despite that, I always felt like Charlotte did have, like, a slight soft spot for him, like, while still calling him sneak and one eye and such, but I just never got that mutual feeling of like slash hate. I, I got understanding from Sizo. I didn't get like from Sizo. Gotcha. I gotcha. That's fair. That's fair. But, but I do like, you know, if we take away just like the S support, I do like the C to A them being like this two people that don't like each other. If we were going for the theme of this episode. Yes. I, I genuinely really like the C to A. Like, like I said, I could, I, I don't say this about other sports. I could literally see that done on a stage as a scene. It, it works out so well. These, this is actually well written enough that I could see that. I could see both characters so well. I love it. And it's a fate support on top of that. So I know what the heck. <laughs> as I've always said, even like, even some of my least liked titles have some gems in there, but. Before we pick our final two, I think we need to go to Twitter, good sir. Ooh, what's on the tweet machine? We only got one. Uh, once we got one submission from uh, from Liam at Liam Strong Twenty, and he puts Hector's often often annoyed with Sarah in Fire Emblem Seven, but they end up reconciling their differences in a sweet way, and that is true. That is true, and it's not a romantic support, I, which I also really like. I don't they end up with a parrot ending if they I. Don't believe so. Hector's paired endings are Florina, Farina, and Lind. I don't believe he has Vera. 
Ah, okay. Okay. I thought they had a parrot ending. For those who don't know who uh, Sarah is, spelled S-E-R-R-A, think of her as uh, Hilda, basically, but in Fire Emblem 7. And he has another one. He says, on the other hand, Ophelia and Soleil from Fate's Conquest is an awful, and kind of rapey, pairing despite the characters look looking adorable together. A failed opportunity. Ophelia and Soleil's support is a train wreck. Uh. And it, it's very awful. It's very awful. Um, basically, Ophelia, or I'm sorry, Soleil hits on Ophelia. Ophelia isn't down with it. And so Ophelia is just like, okay, fine, I'll switch our bodies using using my magic. And then the response to that is that Soleil, possessing Ophelia's body, goes, oh, I need to go find a mirror and a private place. I'm just like, ugh, no. It is, it's a bad support all around. Wasn't there another? I, I just flashed back to Don't Henry and, uh, oh, crud, my brain is blanking. Awakening, Texas it, Night Girl. Don't they have a body switching support? Sorry, it's Henry and Sumia. There are multiple body switch supports. Do we need to do an episode on that? <laughs> we are doing that. We are we are doing themes. So who knows? Maybe someday. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a just a side support on body switching. <laughs> Didn't know we'd have that. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter if you want to do a, if you want us to do a body switching support episode. Yeah, you can always reach us at Emblem Supports if you want to. Uh, <laughs> Want to have your uh, tweets read out on air. But Cardinals, you have one last support. Yes, one last support. This is not a love-hate relationship. This is kind of a hate relationship. It stars everyone's favorite racist, Shannon. What's actually interesting is that when I thought about this, this is actually one of the first supports that I thought about. It's mostly because Shannon doesn't have too many supports. I think it's just Janoff and Rolf. I think he also has one with Oscar. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's kind of weird he doesn't have one with Gatry. No, not Oscar. It was Gatry. Gatry. Oh, oh, my, oh okay. my my brain blanks. Sorry. Oh, okay. Never mind then. My brain went stupid. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot Gatry's name. It, I, it's easy for me to forget that because he did, Oscar died in my playthrough. Whoops. Oh, sorry. But no playthroughs today. Let's get on to the support. Who do you want, Jennifer or Shinon? I feel like being condescending. I'll be, I'll be Shinon. Okay, I'll be the bad guy. Here we go. Ho, you there? Halt! Dot dot dot. Hey, did you hear me? I said halt. Who are you? I'll ask the questions. Thanks. Mm, I've never seen your face around here before. Are you a new recruit? State your name and unit. I don't have time to answer questions from ignorant half-breeds. What did you call me? Hey, I'm talking to you, jerk. Say that again. Go ahead. It'll be the last thing you ever say. I'm not afraid of you, human. Crossing me is the worst decision you'll ever make. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. You're a lucky half-breed. I'll let you go this time. Huh. It's me who's letting you go. And don't forget it, human. Pure hatred. That's all we need. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been following this, the um, playthrough on our main episode for The Path of Radiance, uh, human is basically a slur. So humans normally just called Bjorks, and the Lagoos, whether they be Hawk Lagoos, Lion Lagoos, etc., they're just called Lagoos, and subhuman is the slur for them. Shinon is a racist. 
Yep, he just drops a half-breed in there. Yeah, and I think it's, um, I don't know if it's Nasala or Tabarn that tells you this, but they say if you come across a Laguz calling you a human, then they're not friendly. Actually, you know what? It was Rainolf that tells you that. Yes. But yeah, they say, hey, if, he basically said, you know, if you find someone that's calling you, Bjork, a human, then they're no friend of yours and you probably should not hang around. Yeah, so these two are off to a bad start, both using racist slurs towards each other. That's you just you love to see that in your video games. Hooray! Hooray! Oh look, it's the half-breed bird brain. What a pleasant surprise! Peck anyone lately? Don't start with me, you human jerk. I hear you're a bodyguard for the king of Phoenicians. Not a bad gig, considering how scrawny you are. I hear you knew Grail for ages. They say he betrayed his men and aided Dan before fleeing to Crimea. Are you calling him a traitor? Dastard, you'll die for that. Nah. I'm not going to do this. I'm a true mercenary. I won't give you the satisfaction of a free fight. Mm, I don't get you, human. You have no clan and no master. What are you fighting for? I fight to live, that's all. Doesn't everyone? It's not like people kill each other for fun. You don't? What? You don't kill for fun? You don't enjoy it? No. Why, do you? I thought you humans like to kill. That's why you make weapons. Why you hunt animals for sport. <laughs> we make weapons to protect ourselves from you half-breeds. Only wealthy blue stockings with too much time on their hands hunt for sport. Dot, dot, dot. Man, what an idiot. Wait, I have more questions. <sighs> Human jerk? Being hateful towards each other, but we're seeing, oh, there's some misunderstandings going on between us. And we're acknowledging that there are some misunderstandings going on between us. Uh, okay, but, but you're still a jerk. And I'm still a jerk. We're all jerks. You gotta admit, though, like, Janoff... Janoff really hit him with the grail line. Oh, yeah. Shannon does not... Shannon does not stand by a lot of things, but if you talk bad about grail, he he's one of the few people that Shannon seems to actually respect. Yeah, I mean, you know, as soon as grail passed, Shannon was like, no, I'm not, I'm not following Ike. I'm done. But we might get a little bit of that in the Ace board. Yeah, we'll find out. Find out there. Oh, there you are. Dot, dot, dot. Shannon, right? Do you have a moment? Huh. Oh, it's the half-breed bird brain. Life is full of surprises, not all of them the good kind. Don't lash out at me, you... you... I'm sorry about the other day. Y you're what? I misunderstood the Bjork. I, I thought all Bjorks like killing and... That we could never learn to live with one another. Why did you join Ike's army if you feel that way? Uh, did your king order it? No. The relationship with our king is not one-sided like that. If we do not deem the king's orders to be right and just, we will not obey them. Then why did you join? Commander Ike saved one of my friends in Serenus. Though my first duty is always as Prince Raisin's bodyguard, I also hope to return the favor. I trust the commander. I like him. <laughs> At least someone does. Hmm? I have always hated Ike. 
He gets everything handed to him, and he takes it all for granted. But that's not his fault, is it? One can't decide their parentage. Nah, I suppose it's not his fault. But you know what? It's my choice to feel this way, so I'll keep doing it. <laughs> You've got that right. Wait, wait, why am I talking to you about this stuff? You know what, Shinon? You kind of... You remind me when I was young. Huh? I used to be quite the daredevil before I grew into adulthood. Nothing ever seemed to please me. How old are you, anyway? I'm a bit over 110 years old. You have... You guys must have a different way of... You must have a different way of counting than us humans. Don't spring, summer, fall, and winter all make a year in your calendar, too? So if I'm 27, you must be at least 85 years older than me? Indeed. So give me some respect, you young pup. If you run into trouble in the future, come see me. I'll give you the kind of advice that only an elder can give. Hey, hold on. Uh, tell me more about your life. You, you've, you've seen a lot, you know? <laughs> I like how Shannon kind of softens up at the end once he realizes that Janup's 110 years old. Slightly out of nowhere, but I think it's about as nicely as a support between that's built upon hate can work out. Like, Shinnan doesn't like people, but he will respect some people. He does respect Grail. And I think, like, if he met someone, a warrior who was 110 years old, he would respect them, too. Yeah. What's also interesting in this is that Shinnan straight up says, oh, I'm 27, which... For a lot of for a lot of Fire Emblem games, it's hard to find like ages for characters, and we get to see that Shinnan straight up say, "Here is the reason why I like I why I hate Ike. I know it's kind of irrational, but screw it, I still hate him." It's just like it's nice and refreshing to see that awareness of how stupid this hatred is. And even at the end, like, he doesn't, he stops himself from saying subhuman again. Like, he kind of realizes how stupid some of the stuff he's saying is. He probably still is going to say it to a degree because he's a stubborn idiot, but. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's still a racist in Radiant Dawn. Oh, yeah. He's, he's an awful dude. But I love that we have a character who we play as who is just an awful dude. Yeah, he really is. I, in my, in my mind. You know how, what is it, when you die in Dark Souls, it just says you died? Mm -hmm. Or like Bonfire Lit? I just imagine with Shin on, you power up Radiant Dawn, and as soon as you get him, it just says racism intact. Because <laughs> <laughs> Shin on is so bad. But yeah, he, this does, this side does, I mean, this does show a side of him that says, maybe he's not, you know, maybe he's redeemable a little bit. He has the potential to be redeemed, but he's not going to go through the effort to do it. Yeah. It's a shame that this ends at an A support. I wouldn't want this to be an S support. Because it, <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but like, I'm, I kind of wish there was like more for his story. But we have one more support. Well, we have the hate between a racist and the person he's racist against, who is also kind of racist towards him. It, it, that's about as hateful as it gets i can't imagine there being a more pure version of hate so originally i had silas and jacob slated for this but i was just like i can think of a support that's way more hateful and carries a lot more weight 
the only problem that I really usually had with this is that it's not a lot of speaking in between the two characters for the most part, but I almost feel like it kind of works in the support's favor and I find it to be very different than any other hate support. So, Cardwiz, who do you want here between Matthew and Jafar? I, I kind of want to do Matthew, if you don't mind. Sure, that's fine. Before we go on to the support, I forgot a, a, a detail. The, the whole thing behind this is that Jacob... Jacob. <laughs> Jafar <laughs> had cold-bloodedly murdered Matthew's... Uh, I don't know if, they, if she was his fiancé or soon-to-be fiancé. She was basically his fiancé. Okay, okay. So... Jafar killed Layla and then strung her body. At least from what I'm thinking is they either left her by a tree or they strung her up in a they tree. They strung her up in a tree. Okay. By a tree. Okay. For um, Hector and Ellie Wood and Lynn and Matthew to find when they got to the Dread Isle. So that's the whole thing behind this. You get you get Jafar, I want to say, chapter 28 in that game? 26X, I believe. Okay. Well, it depends on whether, whether you're playing Hector Hart, Hector Mode. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the whole impetus behind the support is that no one trusts that Jafar is actually here. In fact, like if I you're going to correct me on this one, Carter's again. If you're playing Hector mode, there I think there's a like side side like conversation where uh, Hector basically says, you know, if you even think, if you even think about Ellie Wood attacking him, hurting him, I will end you. So Jafar may be here, and he may be an allied unit on our side, but he's definitely not someone who is trusted. Hey, you. Dot, dot, dot. You're Jafar, right? You, uh, you're a black fang, aren't you? Did you know a girl named Layla? Dot, dot, dot. She was a spy in the service of House Ostia. She infiltrated the black fang to get information on the enemy and died. So... Did you know her? Dot, dot, dot. Layla was the best spy we had working for us. The person who killed her? Even though the Black Fang had to have been very skilled. One of the four assassins they call the Four Fangs. It was you, wasn't it? Yes. <sighs> dot, dot, dot. The guy who killed Layla. I know it wouldn't be so easy to take you down. This is the only greeting I have for you, Jafar. I don't know what Lord Hector or Lord Elliwood thinks, but you're going to pay. When you're dying at my hands, you remember Layla's name. Dot, dot, dot. Already. Already you feel the tension from the sea support. Mm-hmm. Jafar not contributing much, but it does add to the tension. If it, if, But if he keeps dot, dot, dotting... In the B and A sport, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Will he say anything by the way this ends? Will he say more than one syllable by the time the A sport is over? Only one way to find out. On to the B. Dot, dot, dot. You. Dot, dot, dot. Scum. It's over. Blast. Layla. Dot, dot, dot. You. Dot, dot, dot. Stop playing around. Are you trying to save my life? Do you think this will make amends? Dot, dot, dot. You killed 
Layla, you stole her life, her voice, her smile. You stole everything. You'll pay for that. I will make you pay. Dot, dot, dot. If you're not going to kill me, I will make you regret it. I will dedicate my entire life to bringing you to your grave. Remember this one truth, Jafar. Dot, dot, dot. This one doesn't... I feel like we need to see those 2D sprites moving around because there is a little bit of movement during these. I feel like that will add the context. Yeah, they, you have like a, the sprite of Jafar and the, the sprite of Matthew, and they're like moving around and stuff. So this one's more of a... This is definitely one of those where you kind of need the visual. <laughs> It's it's weird that you need the visuals and the Game Boy Advance support conversations, but I feel like you really need it on this one. Yeah, yeah. I do like that line, though. You know, you, you killed Layla, you stole her life, her voice, her smile, you stole everything. You'll pay for that. I'll make you pay. Oh, we feel the hatred, we feel the grief. It's so wonderful. And the thing is, is like, Carter, you're saying that, I was, I was getting chills. I was just like, oh, man. Like, because, you know, you... Like I said, you think back to that story moment and how what they meant to each other, and then it's just like it's, it's definitely one that probably plays better in the game, as we've said before. On to the A. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Hey, Jafar. What was it? Uh, Nino. Was that the girl's name? <laughs> That's right. My friends already have her restrained. You make a move, and the girl dies. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it, it's dishonorable, but you know nothing of honor, do you? Don't move, Jafar. If you hold still, Nino won't be harmed. I promise. I understand. <laughs> You've got nerve, I'll say that. Layla, can you see me? I'm going to put an end to this right now. Dot, dot, dot. Layla, is this right? Is this what you want? Why? <sighs> Lord Elliewood, he told me that you have no will of your own, that you only acted on Lord Nurgle's orders. He said that the only one who really killed Layla was Nurgle. Dot, dot, dot. That, that doesn't matter to me. You were Layla's enemies. That will never change. The moment I was about to kill you. Layla. She stopped me. Dot, dot, dot. All I could think of how was how to bring you down. If I could do that, I would... I would be able to mourn Layla. That's what I believed. Dot, dot, dot. Go. The girl's safe. I never touched her. Matthew, is that your name? What? That woman. There was a name clinging to her final breath. She said, Matthew. Really? Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, it hits so hard. It hits so hard. It, 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 I, it just leaves off there. Oh, I love it. What I liked is that... It plays into the overall story of the game. Like, I almost feel that with more recent entries, or actually even entries after this, where, like, an enemy unit joins, there's no, there's no like, accountability where it, was, where it was just like, this guy's 
you used to be murdering our dudes, and now he's murdering dudes for us, but, like, shouldn't we, like, be mad at this guy for stuff? What are you talking about? He was a red unit, but now he's a blue unit. Blue units are good. Period. Oh, of course. Silly me. Understandable. This, I, I hate that there's not, like, an epilogue for this, for these two having an ace for it. I really feel like it needs, like, it could use one more little story point, but, oh, oh, I'm so happy that this support conversation exists. Because you've you've got the murderer of the dude's fiance just fighting alongside him. You know what really hurts? Uh, what hurts? So I, another reason why I asked for this one is that in Fire Emblem Heroes, there's sort of kind of a sequel to this storyline. Um, there's a thing called forging bonds, and as you gain more points, you get these support-like conversations. And one of them is that Layla comes to the land of Asker now. Matthew, the ver this version of Matthew, is a character who's already experienced the events of Fire Emblem 7, while this Layla is someone who has not died in her world yet. So Matthew, he starts finding people like Kaze and from Fire Emblem Fates, and I want to say he finds a couple other people, and he's like, I need you to train Layla to make her better, because he knows what her end is. And the entire thing is like, Layla being like to Matthew, like not understanding, you know, why he's acting a little weird and a little clingy and it wrenches at your heart. Cause Matthew knows that after everything's done and ask her, she's going to go back to her original timeline where she, where she's going to die. It hurts, man. It that hurts. hurts my heart. Oh, that it hurts really heart does. Good. Because some characters that come in to ask are they're like, like I'll give, um, uh, what's her name? Ira from Fire Emblem four. She, or sorry, genealogy of the Holy War. She says something along of, you know, not in a forging moment, just like in a general conversation. She some, says something along the lines of, yeah, you know, we fought in Sigurd's army and we lost. So she already knows of her fate. She already knows that she passes. Layla does not know at all, but Matthew has to be in Asgard, know she's there. And for this brief moment in time, live with the fact that he cannot tell her what is going to happen to her. Oh, that just makes me so happy that, oh, the, thank you Fire Emblem Face Riders for continuing and putting that kind of lore and storytelling in a game that probably doesn't, I would not expect to have it, but oh, I'm happy. Yeah, you mean Heroes, not Fates. Whatever. Fate, yeah, Fates, we don't compliment the story of Fates. I take it back. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> and then you and then you think about this, and you think about how heartbroken and grief-stricken Matthew is and how much he hates Jafar. I mean, their their support doesn't even end with like a mutual understanding or anything. They basically start exactly where they ended. I'm sorry, they ended exactly where they start. The only thing that, not, you know, he knows now is what her final words were. He really feels that Layla stopped his blade and maybe she did. That's oh, so wonderful. This is a good sport. I love the sport. Those are characters that may not like each other, or maybe they kind of grow to like each other just a tiny bit. But overall, it's characters that don't really get along, and I think that's very interesting. And I wish we had more of that within the Fire Emblem franchise. I know. I actually struggle a little bit trying to find some that I really liked of two people that just didn't like each other. But I found enough to for us to make this list sound. I actually did think of one more, but I, but I was thinking, well, if we come back to this subject, and it was already hard enough to find characters that felt this way about each other, 
I'm going to save it for a potential next time. Let's do that. Oh, I know one that I'll do next time. Actually, we might have already done it. I need to re-listen to our old podcast so I can see if we've done this one. <laughs> oh. So, Cardos, what do you think our uh, what do you think the next uh, theme for this should be? Friends, rivals. Honestly, I was jo- half joking before, but we've got April Fools coming up. Let's do that. Let's do like ridiculous. Like just some of the most ridiculous over the top ones, and maybe we if we get a request for it, maybe we actually will do the body swap thing. Okay, well you heard it here first. Let let us know let us know what you what you want to hear us talk about with for some of these mini episodes. Carter's and I will talk a little bit more. We'll put up, put up a poll on the Twitter account. You can vote for what the next uh, support log conversation piece will be. So with all that said, you can follow us at Emblem Supports, at KD Corley, and at Plan Ordo. Support log is now closed. Even if I don't, you've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. The condensation is a funny way of showing a woman you love her. Do you want to repeat that? No. Oh. Even if I don't, you've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. This condensation is a funny way of showing a woman that you love her. Condescension. Condescension? Yeah, you're Ooh, man. You're saying condensation like, <laughs> like water. <laughs> oh, let me wipe my eyes. Okay. Condescension. 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 Even if I don't, you've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. The condescension is a funny way of showing a woman that you love her. <laughs> like condescending. Condescending. Condescension. 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 Am I saying it right? I think so. Condescension. You keep you keep adding an extra end in there. Ah, oh, dang. Condescension, 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 con, 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 condescension, condescension, condescension. There we go. Condescension. Even if I don't, you've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. This condescension is a funny way of... (laughs) Again? Condescension? You keep going condescension. 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 It, it, if you do, if we ever do outtakes, this is going as the outtake at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Condescension. Condescension.